0: You're listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths, to Basic Principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and again, today in the studio, we've got George Riddell, the lead pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church. If this has been a help to you, would you do us a favor and share it with somebody in your circle of influence to allow it to be a greater impact on more people? If you got a question for the podcast this week, you can send us an email at podcast at or follow us on Twitter at the Open Bible Pod. Today, we are continuing a series called You and Your Bible, and today's topic is how to use your Bible to help someone else. Pastor, it's great to have you back in the studio today.
1: Hey, Rich, it's great to be with you. I'm excited about uh, being able to share this uh, to be able to help folks. Absolutely, and that's exactly what we're
0: talking about today is using our Bibles, the thing that we're falling in love with, the thing that we're studying, to help someone else. Now, this is a age-old problem. Um, sometimes we we know how to do something really well, but we don't know how to tell somebody else how to do it. Or we we love something, but but we don't know how to give that thing to help somebody else. Um, and so today, we're going to talk about how to take your Bible very practically and help someone else who needs help.
1: Right, Um it, you the title of this is how to use your Bible to help someone else. That question uh, has to do with, um, helping somebody understand and apply the Bible basically Mm -hmm. is what it comes down to. And, uh, I can hear all the reasons why, mm. you know, why you can't do this. You can't help somebody understand and apply the Bible. You're saying, I- I'm trying to understand myself. Uh, yeah, so am I. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not trained in the Bible. That's a, that's another good excuse. I don't always apply the Bible to my life. Mm. You know, they're the excuses that people use.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, if we continue to give excuses, man, we can never get anywhere. But what we want to do today is just get all of the barriers out, all the boundaries out, and just say, look, it's easy to take your Bible and help somebody else. In fact, that's what God wants us to do.
1: Yeah, he really does. And to be honest with you, we're talking about you and your Bible, this whole, um, I guess, what do we call that? Series? The, yeah, the whole yeah. series. Couldn't think of that word. Thanks. The whole series uh, about you and your Bible. And the best way to be able to learn and understand your Bible is to teach it. Yeah, that's the best way to learn something, right?
0: Absolutely. If I can tell somebody else how to do it, that means I know how to do it very well myself. Um, in the book of Acts, actually, chapter 18, talks about this a little bit.
1: Yeah, in Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 26, it says, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man, and mighty, now look at this, and mighty in the Scriptures came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the Scriptures, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of john and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue whom when aquila and priscilla had heard they took him unto them and expounded unto him unto him the way of god more perfectly Mm. and and this is talking about a man named apollos who was teaching other people how to understand and apply the bible Mm -hmm. when he needed to understand the bible a little bit more
0: yeah i love that phrase he only understood the baptism of john right that's he started there He just started with what he knew and started to teach people about it. And man, we know in the book of Acts, we saw some incredible things um, happen uh, because people were just obedient and said, look, this is not just for me to soak up, which it is. But now my job is to go that next step and take that next step and say, okay, Lord, now I'm going to use this to help someone else. I'm going to use this to help someone else else. And so uh, we've got some practical truths again today about how you can help someone else with your Bible. And so let's jump into it.
1: Well, you know, thinking about Apollos, you know what this, and how he didn't understand everything as we take a look at this, you know what this means uh, practically for us? Just because you don't understand all the Bible doesn't mean that you should not help others understand what you do know about the Bible.
0: Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And,
1: and um, first, I guess, in helping someone understand the Bible, I would say you have to look at it as a privilege. It's a privilege, but also a responsibility. Mm. Um, you know, to invest, to know that you are investing in the eternal well-being of somebody. Yeah. Um, wow, that, that is a privilege, to know that you're helping someone grow in the things of the Lord. You're helping and encouraging someone spiritually. It, it's an honor, but it's also a responsibility to be able to do that. And to be honest with you, I get that privilege and honor every week.
0: And it's very fulfilling. Yes. It's very fulfilling. I remember when I was called to preach, um, I was a senior in high school, and I remember the moment, I, I there was something at our school called the sermon contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, if you want to talk about the legalities of that. I don't know. But um, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to enter it. And to be honest with you, I entered it because my mom wanted me to. She's like, oh, you should do it. You should do it. I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll do it. And I did it. And I never expected to get as far as I did. And the, the final day of the contest, you preached in front of the whole high school. Um, wow. And I had a rather, rather large high school. So it was, you know six, 700 people in this room that I'm preaching to. And this is the first time that I'm giving a sermon. Um, and I'm like, all right. All right. Here we go. Um, but I remember the fulfillment that I felt from preaching that. And I was like, wow, that is what I want to do the rest of my life. There was nothing better that I had done until that point. Yep. Um, and you get that opportunity every single week as you get in front of a congregation and say, "Thus say it the Lord. Yep. Um, and if you've ever taken somebody through a discipleship program, one-on-one, yep. like a continue that we use here at open Bible, or maybe use multiply or whatever the program is, when you can see that light bulb in somebody and that you get that they got it. Oh man, it is so fulfilling. So it's a privilege. It's a responsibility we have
1: uh, to help others with the Bible. So number two, I would say make sure what you're sharing you understand yourself. Don't yeah. <laughs> don't, don't uh, try and um, explain something that you don't understand yourself. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend jumping into uh, Ezekiel or, or Leviticus Ezekiel. Daniel. <laughs> uh, you know something today that I just I am. Uh, uh, I saw in Scripture that I, I believe is helping me understand something in Ezekiel mm-hmm. that I saw in another portion of Scripture that taught me about God that I never, up these 53 years, I guess, of most of my life I've been in church that I've never understood, but I'm now starting. I'm not ready to teach it. Right, right. But I, 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 my my whole point is um, that I'm starting to understand. And when I get an understanding of that, then I can teach it to others.
0: And if all you understand is John 3.16. Yep then teach somebody John 3, 16. Exactly. God so loved the world that he gave his son to die for us. If that's all you know, then just share that message. Exactly. And like Apollos. That's what I love that we started with Acts. Apollos said, man, all I know is the baptism of John, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell people about this. Exactly. I think a lot of times we're like, well, if I can't give the whole kit and caboodle all at one time, then I'm just not going to do anything. And what we're doing is we're making excuses. We're allowing something to be a crutch where God says, no, 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 no. Just do what you know to do. Yep. Um, and so if that's all you know tell people what you know. Number 3.
1: Well, um I, you ever hear the 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 phrase all Christians are hypocrites? No. You've never heard that phrase. I
0: never heard that. <laughs> well, that's one. a new phrase. That's yeah. a new phrase. Yeah, that's a new phrase. I
1: don't I don't think uh, I don't know about that. Well, the reason I bring that up is because don't try and teach somebody or let me say it positively. Make sure you're applying what you are teaching someone else. Okay. That's so, so important. What you do understand, make sure you're living it out because yeah. if not all Christians are hypocrites.
0: Yeah. So if I, like, for example, let's just go to a, somebody who may be struggling with their finances, man, they've got 50,000, $60,000 worth of credit card debt, but Hey pastor, I would love to teach a, 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 a young couples class on how to deal with your finances. <laughs> could I please do that? Could I, I please do that? And I don't know that that would be the person that I want to put up in front of people. So if, if, if you're, if you're not applying it to your own life, take some time to apply it. Cause you, cause you're learning it, you sure. know, it Take some time to apply it so that you can teach it in a much more effective way. Because what you apply, then you can help others apply in a much more effective way. I cannot tell somebody uh, how to install a toilet in a bathroom. You know right. why? Because I've never done it myself. And so the same concept applies with scripture. If you struggle with something or you don't understand something, how do you expect to teach it yourself? And if you're a pastor out there listening today, this is something that I believe we struggle with in pulpits a lot. You know, pastors get up and they start sharing something that they have not taken the time to understand for themselves. And one great thing about what you do is I know personally from you, you take copious amounts of hours to understand the word of God before you get up there. In fact, you've said to me, you know, if I get up there in the pulpit, I may not deliver it perfectly, but nobody's going to know more about the script, that portion of scripture that I'm talking about that day than I am in the room. And that's so important to do. So know it first so that you can help somebody else apply it.
1: Yep. Um, And uh, that's just, it's just so important. The most effective teachers uh, are the ones who are speaking from life experience you know and what they've already had to apply give us number four rich number four remember that is the it is the holy spirit it is the holy spirit who is the real teacher right you may do your best to explain something but it is uh the holy spirit that gives understanding
0: yeah and i i think this is something that uh we have to rely on him for um, because a lot of times we will get frustrated or discouraged if we try to explain a topic, and it doesn't go over the way that we thought it was going to go over. Yeah, I think this happens in pulpits, and I think this happens yep. in discipleship. You know, you feel like, man, I just today it was gonna. I mean, we used to say the old phrase in uh, in fundamentalism, man, the altars were full today. Yeah, you know, the altars are full today. Right, and uh, it was almost like, well, if the altars weren't full, then maybe I maybe I just missed something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was me. Um, and I love, this, I love this point because it really shows that, look, you helping somebody else doesn't depend upon you. Correct.
1: You helping somebody else depends upon God through you. Yeah, I, I, I remember the time I was sharing the gospel with somebody, and um, I mean, I really messed it up. <laughs> I totally botched it. I, I don't know how, I don't know what was going on, but I mean, the gospel's pretty simple.
0: He did rise again.
1: Yeah, 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 Yeah. 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 but I botched it. I thought to myself, man, this guy's never going to get saved. I mean, I I didn't lead him towards Christ. I led him away from Christ. It was just, (laughs) it was awful. And, um, I, I asked him and almost with fear and trepidation, I said, well, would you like to put your trust in Christ today? Thinking to myself, well, he's going to flat out say no. Mm -hmm. He said, yes, I would. I want to, I want, I want to trust Jesus as my savior. And I almost fell out of my seat, but it, but it reminded me that the Holy Spirit is the one that gives understanding. Yeah. And
0: I love that because it does, it negates our responsibility in a way. It's yeah. almost like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do. We don't have to go home with guilt. Right. We don't have to go home with a broken heart. Well, it just didn't turn out the way that I wanted to. Um, you know what? It turned out exactly the way that the Holy Spirit wanted yep. it to. Because why? Because you did your responsibility of sharing the word of God with somebody. Yes. No matter if it was just a, hey, you know, cast your burden upon the Lord today. Yep. Or if it was as in in uh, in depth as, as sharing the entire gospel message. It's up to the Holy Spirit to do the work. It really is. All right, let's take a break and do the Richard medell Minute real quick. All right, folks, for today's Richard Medell Minute, that portion in our show where we just have a little fun, is uh, some Bible trivia. We're going to see how well that you know the Bible. And if you're watching, you can see that a pastor is trying to look here at the answers before they're asked. Okay, so here we go. All right. Uh, What material did Haram use to craft the items in the temple? Gold, silver, brass, or wood? Gold. Incorrect. All of them. In Second Chronicles, four sixteen, it says he specifically uses brass. Oh, all right. Number two, oh, as, nuts. As as what? <laughs> as what did God promise Hosea that the number of children of Israel would be? As what? <laughs> the number of children of Israel will be as what? You know uh, the sands of the sea. Hey, there yeah. you go. I was thinking. I just read sea. about
1: Abraham. The stars <laughs> in the sky. Yeah.
0: Hosea. Okay. Yeah, here I'm we go. Sorry. Number three. Number Oof. three. Like, what animal is Israel described in the book of Hosea? Is it a donkey, a dove, a peacock, or a snake?
1: <laughs> the book Man, of Hosea. Man, I you just, know this. One. I know. I went through the book of Hosea. I preached the book of Hosea. Uh, a donkey. And oh, it was a dove in Hosea dove.
0: 711. Oh, yeah. All right. Last question. What did the elders of Jerusalem wear when the city was destroyed? Animal skin, fig leaves, linen, or sackcloth? Sackcloth.
1: All right. Good job. Well, good job. I got two. I only got 50%. That's not too good for a pastor on applying biblical truths to basic principles of life. Well, that's been the Richard Mendel minute, folks. All right.
0: All right, that was a great Richard Riddell minute today. That hey, was horrible, hey, man. But, you, I need to wake up. More coffee. If you guys um, have some questions, maybe some uh, some pointers on where we can find good Bible trivia, why don't you tell us? Uh, yeah, well, send us an email or hey, something. if you have
1: questions on the Bible, don't ask me. <laughs> Evidently, ask Rich.
0: <laughs> don't ask me. Ask Google. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Google has all the correct answers. Google's
0: got all the correct answers, right. man. Well, if you're just listening or you paused and you came back uh, today, we're in episode number four in a series we're calling "You and Your Bible," and uh, we've gone through several different things today. We're talking about how to use your Bible to help someone else. How to use your Bible to help someone else. And so, Pastor, let's
1: review real quick. All right, number one, understand that it's a privilege and responsibility to help someone understand the Bible. Number two. Make sure that you understand the passage that you're sharing. Nothing worse than trying to explain something that you don't have uh, some type of grasp on. Number three, make sure you're applying what you do understand to your own life to give validity to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And number four, remember it's the Holy Spirit who is the real teacher.
0: The Holy Spirit does the work. We are just the vessel. All right, number five today, pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to give understanding and guidance. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give understanding and guidance. And this is talking about not only the who, but the what. And so we'll talk about the who first. Give a prayer that God would give opportunity for you to help somebody with your Bible. Give prayer that God would give opportunity to do that because a lot of times we don't get opportunities because we never ask for them. Correct. Or we're not looking for them. You might be like, man, you know, you guys, you guys, you just have opportunities all the time. You're working at the church. People just pop in and they need whatever help with whatever thing. and, And you just sit down and you talk to them about the Bible. That's great for you. But you know, when I'm working on the assembly line all day. Right. Well, that is your place to help the people that are around you to understand the word of God. And so you need to ask God, God, give me opportunity to help somebody else this week by using the Bible in their life. Man, ask the Holy Spirit to prick your heart and to say, hey, who is it this week that needs to hear this word? Or who is it this week that needs to listen to this encouragement?
1: Yeah, and uh, what I found, Rich, is when you pray for opportunities, God gives them to you. Yeah, you you will get them. Yeah. And it's your job to respond
0: to them, absolutely.
1: And, and I would say the second thing is, uh, remember that you and I—we don't have the answers.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the Bible does.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: that's where we've got to go. We're pointing people back to the Bible, right? Helping someone else understand the Bible. So don't try and and give uh, your answer. Help people go back to the Bible. You know, many times as a pastor, people come to me and they will ask biblical questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll want answers from me. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I give them a straight up answer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to become the Bible answer man. Right. I want them to search the scriptures. Evidently, I need to search the scriptures a little more with that <laughs> trivia we did. But, uh, um, <laughs> but what I'll do is I'll teach them to search uh, the scriptures um, because I want them, I'll help them understand it. I'll give them guidance, but I want them to search the scriptures for themselves.
0: I love that because the pastor was never set up to just give the answers. The pastor is no. set up to be a shepherd. Yep. He's he's set up to guide you in the right direction. Right. You know, and so I love that. I love that uh, take on it. And so let the Holy Spirit guide you and direct you and show you what answers are. I think we have conversations on a regular basis, whether you work in a an office space or a cubicle or whether you work at a restaurant, you have normal life conversations. Hey, you know, what do you think I should do about fill in the blank? Yep, The Bible has the answers for all of them. So instead of just going straight to, well, here's my opinion, why don't we go straight to, well, the Bible says this. And yep. now there's a practical way to use your Bible to help someone else.
1: Correct. And I believe that uh, every person can use their Bible to help other people understand the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's just limited to those who have a great education. If so, Matthew 28. Mm-hmm. Verses 19 and 20 would not be in the scriptures. Absolutely. Go ye and teach, talking to every single disciple of Christ. Go ye and teach. What is he saying? Help others understand the Bible.
0: Yeah, I think that's really key. And if we will just follow those commands of scriptures, man, God will let us see some great, great things happen. God will use you as you teach others. Remember to be teachable yourself.
1: Yeah, that's key. Um, One of the things that um, I think will hinder somebody in helping others understand the Bible is when they're not willing to be taught themselves either.
0: Mm -hmm. Or they feel like, oh, I've arrived. Exactly. I've been teaching this class long enough. I've read enough scripture, man. I need to be the one helping other people.
1: Can I just give a quick side note? Open up the uh, door into the pastor's office. (laughs) One of the hardest things for a pastor to do is to preach on a familiar passage of Mm. scripture. Mm. Because the people in the pew, the, the thought of the pastor as the preacher is, they're going to turn me off because they think that they already know everything there is to know about it. What am I saying? They're not having a teachable spirit. Right. You can never exhaust the Bible. Never. Never.
0: That's so good. You can use your Bible to help other people. Take these truths today and let them help you. Pastor, why don't you wrap us up here?
1: Hey, well, let's not forget about we are uh, looking at this as a privilege and a responsibility, right? That's the first thing. Make sure you understand the passage you're sharing. Make sure you apply what you do understand to your own life. Remember, it's the Holy Spirit who is the teacher, and then pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give understanding for and guidance as you teach.
0: Well, you've been listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. We hope this has been a help to you today. If it has, why don't you give us a rating to wow. be able to bring Bible truths to to Basic Principles. Until next, Until next time, I'm your host, Richard Moses. If you have any questions, you can email us at podcast at g.